What's up, guys? Welcome back to this next episode of the Your Daily Pass podcast. Yes, thank you so much for joining us today. We are rolling with a conversation. We are sharing stories. We are breaking down stigmas. All the good stuff. And rocking it while doing it. Yeah, we're modest over here. So we know that you are going to enjoy this next episode. Sit back, relax. And enjoy. Yeah, buckle up. Bye-bye. Hello, my name's Anya and I am a trained British nanny and a mum of two and I am a Brit living in Canada and I actually came to Canada backpacking and uh, never went home, (laughs) met a boy and now that boy is my hubby for many years Um, and what I'm passionate about is being a catalyst for change for parenting and for mothers and I love to include my yoga training in how I coach and I realized when I came into parenting that um, I thought I was ready because I've been raising other people's kids and I really wasn't and I didn't realize how overwhelming and massive this parenting thing was and I noticed how we were being raised together really as the more my kids were growing and pointing out things in me that weren't maybe so beautiful um, and really had me question how I parent. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm a parenting coach, uh, a yogi and I also um, have a podcast called Parenting Differently and I uh, have my first book coming out which I have to keep remembering to mention. My first book called Parent From This Place, How Yoga Changed the Way I Parented. So thanks ladies. I'm super happy to be here. I love conversations around anything. So thank you so much. Courtney, I'm a little bit excited. Yes, this one's different, but so good. Yes. Like, yeah. Just reading the information you sent to, through to me just spoke to me and I was like, yeah, like we have to do this today. Yeah. And I think it's just very, felt very aligned for us. Yes. Yes, yes, it's probably absolutely. the best way to explain. Absolutely. We are chatting mm-hmm. with a parenting coach. Yes. Who loves yoga. Yes. Samesies. <laughs> exactly. Like we're practically twinning already. I know. Mean, obviously, she's in a different country. <laughs> but other than that, we are the same person. <laughs> Although her children are big and she's yes. worked it out and mine are still battling with me. Yes. But let's have a conversation. We are so thrilled to welcome Anya to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us so much for having me this is super exciting it is it is and look I mean the parenting world to start with is uh, a minefield let's put it in that Mm. way Um, and we've quite often joked about the funny things that have happened between us and parenting and And kids at each other last at each other and (laughs) and you know all the rest of it yeah but in you know in some of your stuff that we were reading it was sort of parenting yourself while parenting your children and the importance of that and that was something that really spoke to me as somebody who's doing a little inner child work at the moment um Mm. so I suppose for me the first thing I want to kick off with is where did this all come from yeah yeah I think it was I was always on the sort of um uh, self-realization like learning things I, I was always sort of curious about people just people in general and it's easier to be curious about them than yourself at times right yeah. like it's hard to go deep into that and um 
I think then I trained British nanny and then I was a nanny in Europe and, and then in Canada. I thought um, like all my rules and this is how you do it. And, this is, and I, I really believe that parenting at that point was um, about the top down kind of parenting. Like I'm up here and you, little person, are going to follow along, right? And then, I mean, it really was almost instant when I held my son, my first child, in my arms. Um, a lot of my child stuff, childhood stuff flushed in. My parents were divorced when I was young and I thought, gosh, why couldn't they have uh, tried harder? <laughs> you know, all, yeah. all sort of ideas. And then I held this little guy and at the same time I felt full empathy and sympathy, um, sympathy, I'm not sure that's the way, we're from, from my parents going, wow, they tried the best they could. Right? They, I mean, we all do. I think when we come into parenting, you try the best you could. Yeah. And when I held my little guy, I just really um, knew I wanted to be a really good mum. And it was sort of like uh, I, I had made it that having kids was almost like a purpose, like a goal. And it wasn't until now looking back I realised that's a shit goal. Because you know why? Because we, um, it can be a part of us, right? We want to have children. But when I realised it's a goal, I, I'm not in that goal. They are, right? And so um, the twist and turns of saying I want to do it differently and then d- different things that would come up with him. As a baby, not so much. As a baby, I felt super comfortable and my hubby and me were on the same wavelength of, you know, we didn't believe the whole idea could spoil them. We didn't believe a lot a lot of the nonsense that was around then. It's still around now, I understand. We didn't have Google either, so we were our, our social media was us and, and family members, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, as things started to happen, I was really curious, like, wow, what, what's going on with me? Like if he, you know, if I was getting super annoyed because he was crying or he didn't want to eat his food or he threw it, you know, as little people um, or didn't follow all my rules, my lovely British rules, this is what we're going to do, young man. And he would be like, uh, I don't want to, you know. And it always turned around to me like, whoa, what is this feeling in me? And it was pretty strong. I had a lot of hidden anger, I know that for sure, right, which is common in divorce and common in not feeling like you have a voice, right? Um and um, I had never really been in touch with my feelings, I think, properly. I'd only been surface level feelings. And uh, as a having a child brought everything up. <laughs> it was like pouring out of me. And I knew 100% it was not to do with him. That was to do with me. That was my work. That he was just being his beautiful, lovely. Like I really have this deep feeling that, you know, let's leave the kids alone. Do the work yourself. They're perfect. They are just so perfect, imperfect as we are, you know, and to create space for that. So I think that's a long answer to your question. But that was, uh, you know, kind of the journey that came about. And then to top them, um, there's a big decision to have a second child because I thought, okay, I had wanted a family of six. I thought, well, I want loads of kids. This is great. And I had one and I didn't. I was like, bloody hell, this is hard. This is overwhelming. This is constant being needed and wanted and trying to do what's right, you know. Plus, we uh, we have our own business, so running that at the same time and having other things, it felt um, overwhelming. Yeah. So then having a second, I I, I was lucky and got a little lovely girl. And um, then I totally was lost. There was no longer me. So this is, was the journey, and then I, I uh, took, started yoga, and I was doing one class a week for like six years with this incredible teacher, and I realised how it was almost through being on my mat 
that I found me, like inner me again, Anya, not mum, wife, working, blah, blah, whatever the outside world sees, but me. And it was in the quiet and in this, I guess, really unwinding of, of, my, of all that I've been carrying in my body for years and years. Because so I had my son when I was 30, so maybe I started yoga, I can't remember exactly, but he was maybe six, seven. And uh, it was the first time that it was a deeper feeling for me. And so if we move on to parent coaching, which I think was the original question, sorry, um, but I, um, I, we, ha- we run a music school together. My husband's a musician and I was doing that all the time. And then when I actually reached my 40s, I thought, I'm done. I'm so done taking care of everybody. We had teachers and I was just Wonder Woman running everything, running the house, running this. Um, many people relate. And I just thought, I can't do it anymore and I don't like it anymore. And I really wanted to put my energy back to me. So from taking yoga classes, I became a yoga teacher. And um, from there, many years later, I didn't. I was still deciding what I want to do. And um, I thought, I don't want to go back to the sea working with children uh, anymore. Although I've got loads of tools for that. I really want to help mums realise that they are so important and to, to make the time that they stay important, I think. Yes. And then as I, as I was coaching my yoga stuff just started to come in and I realized, oh, that's really the, the key here. That, that's, you know, to, to find, and it's not yoga touching your toes. Who gives a shit, right? Like it's really the inner stuff, the, the, the world and the breath and, you know, movement and spending a moment by yourself, taking a pause. That's, yeah. that's where it all came out. <laughs> that is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And it, and I think, you know, with I have three young children. Um, my twins are three and then my singleton will be two um, very soon. And and it is, you know, you do get lost and you lose yeah. yourself. And we've had conversations Absolutely. where you don't actually know who you are. And yeah, exactly. And what... you become somebody else because you do. You Like you said, you're being, doing and everything for everybody else. For so long. Yeah. But you do lose yourself and things like that. And it is so, so true that, you know, as mums, we do need to have that moment of silence just with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's not even, we can go to childhood and stuff, but society is telling us as, as you know, and, and mums are telling us and the world thinks, you know, you first you should just know how to do it, which yeah. is bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, even though having nannied for many kids, I was still like, oh, my God, should I put him down? Should I not put him down? Is he hungry? Is he not hungry? Should I burp him? Should I not burp him? <laughs> you know, from as a baby. And then as they get older, it's sort of more decisions to make. And, you know, society really thinks we should be martyrs and we should just, you know, give of ourselves. And it's, you know, I, I think that's what I've talked about before, but the catalyst for change has to be that we stop that, that we stop feeling that it's all on us. And that we're not taking, and it is, they're demanding, right? And they're absolutely, so they should be, right? So it's not that you're there's ignoring, but I just really never felt comfortable that I could actually, you know, demand. I didn't demand anything, actually. I think that's when we got off easy. I didn't really demand anything because it was really this idea, oh, I can do it all, just bring it on. I'm, I'm so flexible or I'm so easy. Oh, yeah, let, let me, but I, then I'm not. I'm not in the picture, yes. right? 
So true. Absolutely. And you do, you get to the point where you can feel like you've lost your voice because, yeah. and, and I mean, to be honest, sometimes you can get through days where you're like, I don't even know what I sound like without being like, for God's sake, <laughs> you Stop know, yeah, exactly. For God's sake, you can get in bed. You know, like <laughs> yes. sometimes you feel like all you hear is your mum voice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Exactly. So, so true. Yeah. So, so true. Anya, I am curious about your mm-hmm. book. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about your book. Yeah, it, it's still unreal a little bit. I have the um, proofread copy here now to, to finish it up to know that it's it's sort of done. And even then I'm like going, oh, my God, this is horrible. So it really, I didn't ever thought I wanted to write a book. I had no, I, I don't feel I'm a great writer. I don't, you know, all of the, the things. And I, yeah. you probably know of Leonie Dawson, who I'm a huge fan of, a Aussie lady. Yes. Um, she runs a course and it was a 40 days to write your book or something. And I, uh, it was before lockdown. Isn't it funny? The whole year of lockdowns just kind of blanked you out. You're like, oh, how, how, what year am I in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all before lockdown and after lockdown. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, so I did, um, I just was feeling like the need to tell my story, um, really wanting to, give somebody, one person, and a, a different perspective perhaps and to talk them through, you know, my awareness and all the things I made mistakes in and all the vulnerabilities and things, right? So it's a very honest book. And um, anyway, so I wrote that and then I did nothing with it. I just left it there. And then every now and then I'd read something in it and I think, you know, that's pretty good. That That's kind of, I would like to have read that when mine went little or I was in the midst of mummying, you know. And then eventually this through lockdown, I was like, right, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and so I had an amazing uh, book editor to make it sound like I actually am not a dum-dum. That <laughs> 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 my words and the way the process goes is it, okay. And uh, then a beautiful lady to design it and make it happen. So that's kind of where that came. And I realised that a lot of the time in posts and in uh, my coaching, um, I say parent from this place. So that once we've done the journey, once you've got a minute to yourself, whether you've meditated or, or done some movement, mindfulness, all these things, okay, now go parent. Because we know if we're in this really content place, whatever that is, happy with ourselves, really filled ourselves with our own self-love, regardless of anybody, um, you parent differently, right? You arrive in the room differently. You, you see, you're able to maybe see the situation differently. Yes, I your, often think of that eagle eye view, right? You can kind of say, okay, they're having a tantrum, say, and rather than feeling like, oh, that's so cool, or, or my, my reserve was often, my, I shall ignore it. Yes. And I think, God, I don't want to ignore this little person. He's having a hard time. Like you, you'd come more with empathy when our, my cut's a bit filled. Right? Yes. I'm sure you guys can relate, right? When yes. you absolutely, and your yeah. energy when you enter the room is a lot better. You know, yes. your aura, your everything, and I mean, it yeah. is amazing. You know, when you're stressed out or when you're having bad days, how much your kids pick up on that, and then they are stressed out and they have a bad yeah. day, and you kind of—it's all really started within you. Yeah, 
Yeah, and 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 the fact we can't do it all the time. Like I would be like, I'm going to meditate. Kids, shut up! I'm meditating. You know, and you'd <laughs> sit there, and then five seconds later, I'd uh, you know, or I'd finish meditating. I come down, and I'm feeling in this beautiful glow, and something will piss you off me. You're like, for oh, God's, mine was always pack it in every bloody morning. I come downstairs, and you guys are supposed to be ready for school. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. But what it did do was it put a little seed in my head that made me go, oh, hang on, I have a choice here. Yes. Right. And and I totally love what you say there, um, Courtney, about this, the energy you bring into the room. I mean, that's for everything, isn't it? In relationships, everything. Yes. You walk in and you're in a strop and you're ready. I'm going to tell you, you didn't empty the dishwasher right or something much more, you know, pertinent. Um, it really starts with that. Thing. And I didn't know about that. I didn't know I had the, uh, the right to have a pause even before, yes. to take a breath or to say to my kids, okay, one sec. I just, I don't like how I just responded. Hang on a second. Let me just, and be honest and real. And And I love that because you just said, I didn't think I had the right to do that. And nobody has ever said that to me. No. You do have the right. You do not have to react. That is so fucking mind-blowing. You do not have to react straight away. You have the right to breathe and then make the decision. Mm. Oh, that is a good one. Is it? Oh, you just gave me goosebumps that that worked for you because that, yeah, that was, um, yeah, it took me a lot of years to find that. And it seems so simple, right? I know. We have our breath all the time. We have a choice. But once you go, you know, into your fiery brain, it's hard to stop it. Yeah. Another thing I used to, that I, again, for that pause was I would already be on a rampage, you know, like, you know, guys, I've just cleaned up, I've done this, or, you know, our mummy's tired, I've just come home, blah, 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 and I'd start. And then it was almost like I, I didn't realise I could actually just shut myself up. I would be on this feeling like I've, I'm going to finish this, and then all the regret and all the guilt afterwards go, man, that was mean. They were just having fun. I mean, you know, we want kids to have fun. We've got to remember to have fun, but we can see it as a diss to us or it's interrupting us or it's, you know, messing up my lovely clean home. And I would actually put my, start to learn to put my own hand across my mouth mid whatever my rampage is. And that would be like, okay, wait. I had to catch myself. They don't have to catch themselves. They can be fine. And ultimately they learn that. They have permission a minute to go, I need to time out or, you know, take a breath. Yeah, and when they're so little, you know, they 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 want us to guide them in those simple things. Let's let's all take a breath together, guys. This has all gone out of control. This is not how we want to be in a family. This is not how we want to, um, you know, talk to each other. Yes, and everybody, everybody, permission, right? I didn't do it. This is all my learning after that. There wasn't a, there was some of this, but that wasn't fully as I raised that mine. Is yeah, incredible. Yeah, that is amazing that yeah it is so true it is so true in the middle of the shit show in the big storm that's swirling around saying okay guys and just stepping back and and coming into your own for a little hot second and going hang on a minute yeah this This isn't the person i want to be yeah exactly am i being the person i want to be well no Clearly not. No, you're already losing your shit. Yeah, exactly. Again, and let's face it, when you've lost your shit that many times and you're still still saying the same story, they do tune out. 
Yeah. yeah. So it's only if you repeating it in yeah. your head to say it to make you're yourself You're the only feel, one listening. Yeah, you're the only one listening because yeah. nobody else is. <laughs> that is so true. It is so true, mate. The amount of times I told my kid to put a job this morning. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And you know, even if you turn it around, you go, what if somebody was just constantly telling you the same thing? Yeah. Does it make you want to do it or does it make you sort of go, mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to stop playing, so I'm not listening, right? Yes. So true. Oh, my so God. So true. Yeah. That is ridiculously true. Am I seeing into your household? You are. are Because I feel like I could, so many times I say, I could have a recording. Stop fighting. Don't annoy your sister. Leave your brother alone. Don't touch each other. Get outside. Yeah, exactly. I could have just a recording that just plays like every five minutes or so. And I could have a time. I could have a fully day, full, full day off. Um, They wouldn't even notice I wasn't there. I I mean, the food might not show up on the table, but other than that, I feel like um, put your jocks on or put your knickers on yeah. is definitely something. Put can... your shoes on. Stop walking around with no shoes on. Don't whinge to me when you get a prickle. Shut the door. <laughs> See, that's a big one in my house. Shut the door. My son, when he was, I don't know how old, um, it was like when he was first learning to talk, yes. he started with shut the door. And it's because we said it so many times. You know, like it was just ridiculous. You could say mum and dad and shut the door. It was how he used to do it. Like, <laughs> It's true. It's not like he learned, did he? Oh, exactly. He didn't shut the door. No, he still did not shut the door. No, no, and it needs to be said, right? And exactly. you need your shoes on. I mean, you're not saying things that are just out in the sky. Oh, but it is so true. So good. Give yourself the permission to take a breath. Yeah. 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 I think that's something and I think also, you know, when, when you take a breath from the child's point of view or from how you see them, you then would maybe as they're fighting, I mean, you know, there's no great rule for that, but you might sort of say, wow, I think he really needs some attention. Hey, come, let's have a cuddle. Mm, you yeah. just diffuse the whole frigging situation. Yes. From, and, and coming at it a different way than our regular way, because if our regular way is not working, you know. There's yeah. nothing to lose, right? And, and you just can see it different. But if your cut's on empty, it's not. It's just like you want a Band-Aid everywhere. Just go, God, I need a minute. And even if you have that minute, you're winding round up with all the other minutes, right? Yeah. So it's just that, diffi- you know, okay, whoa, I just realised I haven't filled something up in me or I haven't sorted something out or I need yes. to, you know what, I need, I mean, lockdown's been hard, but, you know, I'm going to go for a walk by myself and just breathe. Oh, you've got each other, which is beautiful. We had a lot of that on the phone <laughs> with my sister of someone to diffuse to. And who really understands and really respects that you? They know you're doing their best, so they've got your back, big and true. And I didn't have that when mine were little. Mm-hmm. I was ahead of the game with my siblings who had kids um, and stuff. And it was hard for me to really feel that somebody wasn't judging me. So I had to yeah. pretend it was perfect, and that—that's a poison in itself, isn't it? Oh, yes. absolutely. That support network is so – I mean, we now ring each other when our kids are absolutely losing it just so that we're not the only one that has to hear it. <laughs> we share. It is, it is more of a share as in also we don't want to be the only person listening. And also to... they might see auntie on the phone and then they'll leave us alone. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> might give us rest for two seconds. But it is so true. Like that support network is so, so invaluable to what we are going through. Yeah. Mm. And I think, I mean, as women, and I know, well, I speak for myself, I know how judgmental, I know when I was a nanny, how judgmental I was of those parents. Oh, 
they would only, if they, blah, blah, you know, gosh, this is how you parent, you know, and um, we're, we're judgmental of other mums, you know. We really yeah. aren't so great yet at pulling everybody up together and going, wow, you know, there's um, we're human and we're, we're all figuring it out as we go along. I mean, even you could have six kids and each kid is so different yes. and they need different things from us and different, I mean, my son was, as a firstborn, very um he still is really, although he's butch right now, but very sensitive to people and energies. And he had a lot of fears, a lot, a lot of inbuilt fears from the beginning, like that being alone or being, he had a really sort of creative mind. My daughter, leave me alone. I'm all good. You know, mummy, I don't have to come with you. She's like two or three. I, 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 leave me home. I can't leave you home by yourself. <laughs> Whereas my son would be like, mummy's going to the toilet. Mommy, he needed that sort of yeah. thing. So they're all different, yes. right? Yeah. So true. My eldest son is exactly like your son, like you're explaining there, and he's so, so much like that. And yes. Yeah, it is funny that you say that because I know with him it's very step-by-step, step, it's very structured, it's, you know, you got to walk through and then, you know, his twin sister is just like, yeah, I'm going to run my own show. and She does not you know, care what you're doing. No, exactly. She wouldn't care less. You know, daycare drop-off, for example, he's like wants a cuddle where she's already gone down to the back of the thing and I've got to yell out to her to come and say goodbye to me. I'm like, oi, <laughs> come back here. Come and say bye. And she's like, bye. I'm like, yeah. I actually say, I remember my kids, their first day of school, so for in Canada it would be grade one. Mm-hmm. And it's your first full day. I've switched a bit now, but it was the first full day. And I was devastated to leave my son there. That felt like, you know, I protected him up to this point. And I, I, I definitely had, I never realised until all my work how much fear I actually had in me about something happening to them or something, something um, uh, happening to them or, the, or them getting hurt. Like it was just so deep in me, you know, this fear that I didn't realise I had until I realised when I want to control everything, it's usually coming from a place of fear, right? It's usually coming from a place of yes. like, okay, keep them close, everybody's fine, right? And when I dropped him to school, he's crying, I'm crying, you know, and um, the next day he said, I'm not going. You know, I really wanted to say, okay, stay home. <laughs> My daughter, I dropped her off for, for grade one. She hadn't even done the visit to the school that we had at that time. We weren't able to do it or something. And she literally goes in the lineup, goes in. There was no, and I'm stood in the playground crying going, oh, and she's just like blah 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 and I'm like oh my gosh I mean that's my journey right I've got to figure out my shit because she's actually okay yeah that's right and they both need to be parented so differently yeah yeah this is where it gets tricky you know you know like I say I've got the three kids and I know Mm -hmm. they need to be all parented differently it can then become hard because I feel like when you parent them differently, you have this sense of guilt that you're doing it different. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You know, because you're yep. parenting them differently and how I have to say to my eldest Lane, well, I mean, they're twins, but, you know, eldest Lane, you know, I have to bring him close and give him the cuddles and he's very much my biggest teacher and I say that quite often because, yeah, yeah he brings up all the shit in me, you know, like I see <laughs> it and I see it really hard. Um, and then I feel some sort of guilt that, because I think as parents, you try to give love all evenly so that you think when you're doing this differently, you're somehow not giving the same love to them all, which isn't the case. But when you're in that guilt mode of mum guilt, that's what comes up. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you with that because, uh, and I felt it too. And we also have, which isn't talked about a lot, we often have a kid that we just get along with a little better. It just, it's a bit, oh, they're a bit easier or yep. they're not so demanding, yep. right? Hell yeah. And I think it's, um, first let's shed that mum guilt shit because, you know, it does nobody any good. I know it's easier said than done, but it really has to be, you know what, and not in a pompous way, oh, I did my best, too bad you fucked up. <laughs> not like that, right? But this shedding of it so that you could, you could see the picture. So if at that time that, you, you know, your oldest needs a bit more cuddles, does not say to the others that then unloved. It really doesn't. And because there is time in the day that maybe in your head you notice their eye looking, maybe your little daughter or the younger one. Have a little look and finish up your cuddle and then, you know, maybe you go and sit with them for a minute. You know, there's this myth that kids need us all the time and really they just need this, you know, full attention some of the time. Yes. Right? Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe this one loves tractors and you... You know, you go outside and say, oh, tell me about the tractor. And you, and you attempt to have, and it's draining on us at times, but I think it's so needed. And I don't think it's all the time, but it's just like, have you given each one five minutes of your full undivided, no phone attention on something they love, whether it's reading a story, whether it's paddling, whether it's, you know, you go sit down and, and um, you maybe just rub their back. And, and the little feet, and that brings me back to the love of it as opposed to the, the headache of it. <laughs> yes, so true, so true. We, we um, every night we do the what made today great for you and we go around the kitchen oh. table. And, and to be honest, I don't think that there's been a time where it's in something that I've put a lot of effort into. It, it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, my it little girl. It wasn't the moment when you really tried to wow them. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not where you're <laughs> no, 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 backwards or unfortunately it's not when they say, you know, thanks for wiping my bum today too, mum. You know, it's never that either. But, you know, like Kelsey, the last few nights, hers has been, oh, um, no, what did she say? Eating dinner with my family. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. It's, it's right now. It's me asking you it's me giving you that opening to actually ask you because I don't really probably ask her questions that I don't already know the answer to for the rest of the day you know what I mean like yeah true like how often do you ask your kid a question that you don't already actually know the answer to yeah so you know she says that and you know uh, my youngest mm-hmm. can't say many words, but, you know, he says egg or food or something because he's a little chunker and <laughs> we love him for that. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. But it is so true, you know, like nine times out of the ten, it's all these little moments, stolen moments away that it's not these big ones that, you know, you've put. It's never that they've got a clean house. Which is no, very no. because that's what happens no. me all day. <laughs> My kids do not think about. Yeah, exactly. It's an, it's never that mummy, you know, cleaned or washed my clothes. Really like how our OCD <laughs> stacked something on a shelf. Yeah, exactly. Got it all colour coordinated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's never that. Made it all pretty. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, and and what's so lovely with that is it's uh, we rather than teaching, we need to be grateful. We need to be thankful, which we all know that's not going to work. But you're just demonstrating. Hey, what was something to say? You know, some people do it as a bedtime routine. You know, that, that you're grateful for, and it just brings it in. And you can say, you're, you know, I loved how um, you helped your brother with this, or yes. I liked how you sit little things, really minuscule things, and you can see that that's the 
stuff that builds the self-esteem we always talk about. That's yeah. the stuff of seeing. So she's at the table see, feeling really valued and she's got parents listening and, and, and really I see you as a, as a person. I, I want to hear what you have to say. I mean, that stuff is fantastic. We all want to be seen, right? We all want to be heard. And if it doesn't mean that the kids rule the house every day and get it all, it, it's part of it. Right. Yes, that's exactly right. It, it's really been a game changer in our household. Yeah, ours that. too. Yeah. My kids love it. Yeah, yeah. And then mm. they get excited, like we've talked about before, and they want to ring Nanny and Pa, and they want to, you know, ask other people what their great was. And, uh, and we really encourage them if they ask that they want to ring somebody and ask them. We, we really encourage that because it's that feeling of not only saying what you want, but also putting it out there for others, that, that flow on. Yeah. 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 Teaching yeah. them to care. Yeah, exactly. You're teaching them yeah. to care. 100%. Uh, and sort of listen to, you know, you have to listen that your brother's got a long story about what he had the greatest day. And we're all going to, you know, we're all going to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? No matter how long the story is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can we wrap this up? Exactly. You're like, okay, we've got a timer on. Now we're going to do timers. <laughs> Yes, we're doing a talking stick that goes for two minutes. Exactly, that's exactly right. So with your parenting success coach sort of thing, so what can you explain that to us? Is it um, a module sort of form or how does it work? Um, I usually this thing called an SOS call and it's save our sanity and it's generally used by parents who are just like oh my god we're just hitting a wall we don't know I can't think of any other way to deal with this this kid is out of control I've had it for mums who want to stop breastfeeding and they're just like how do I do this or you know they've got a kid that rules the house they have a kid who's hitting or biting they have a teen who won't speak to them these kind of things and for that one um, it's really we get on and we have a say, 45 minute chat and, and sort of try to bring out sort of okay what's really happening yes. right because it's not often and I'm not a therapist so there's no claim to be a therapist but I'm on the journey with you right and then um, uh, that's us taking care of one a uh, one issue generally and then I I come I quite intuitive and I am able to center in and feel the energy and so then I have come up with an intuitive plan so it's an an inspired action plan I call it so you're really given skills because yes we can talk about it but in the heat of the moment or at that time it's hard to do it so I want to really help you say okay take these steps these are the pieces maybe um, and then in my uh, three-month, which I do, it's a two-month and I have a three-month coaching package for Parenting Success Coach. It's a full-on me in your pocket. We do yoga classes. We can do meditation. I can record your meditation so that you know, you tell me a stressful part of the day and I've got that individual to you. And we have calls and we have emails and really sort of gives you a chance to really change the way you're parenting. Wow. Guess, right? If you're... And I think I'm I'm past the stage that I want to prove it to you. You know, when you start out, you sort of like, oh, my gosh, you know, um, I can help you. I can do this. The work still is yours, right? Yes. I can't do that. But I can definitely be uh, – I think it's having somebody who's not judging you, who fully supports you so they don't have all the baggage of family who want to give you advice and you're like, that doesn't align with me, though, right? And so finding that place that this does align with me, this is what – works for me and people some people hate yoga and hate meditation so we work around okay let's just call it a pause (laughs) 
Let's yeah. just call it sort of some movement to get your body and you in check, right? It doesn't have to be on a mat. It doesn't have to be, you know. That is so Eagle. true. And we know some sort of movement does bring some joy, you know what I mean? And it yeah. does just, you know, center ourselves back to being within our body. You know, it doesn't have to be a big, you know, exercise. It is obviously fantastic, but, you know, it does center you yeah. to knowing exactly where your space is and even your aura, you know, that energy around yeah. you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, say like mountain pose, Yes. To Dustin, well, you're just standing. So for those who don't, you don't have to know, you're just standing, right? But you can bring mountain pose into the bit we took about before you enter the room. You could do mountain at the sink before you wash dishes or cut a carrot yes. to sort of find your breath. Find is that for me? It's that sort of the pause comes with dropping from your head and you're wow, oh, what's going on? Go straight to your feet, right? Feel your feet. Yes. You know, it just changes something in an instant. And to me, that's bringing yoga into parenting. It doesn't, it's, you know, yes, we can do mat stuff. We can do restorative yoga. We can do yin yoga. I've done it all, right? But it's, that's in addition to, mm. right? And trying to create that feeling when you've had a great class, that feeling you come with at the end after Shavasana, lying down. And I, I even think of Shavasana, you could do it throughout the day. When you're overwhelmed, just lie down, wherever the heck you are. I mean, usually at home, not in a supermarket, right? But just lie down for a minute. And just that, giving to gravity, aligning your head over your hips, over your heels. And the kids are like, what? But she, you know, you don't have to play dead. But you're just really going, I'm just taking a minute. I just, whoa, life is overwhelming me. I've got so much on my to-do list. I don't, I can't even think. Take that second. You're not there long, right? You might be, you might fall asleep, but generally you're not there long. And that's how this, the beauty of, to me, of what yoga does is, is the inside. Yes. yes. And I love that because we are also, you know, here to help teach our kids. And so we're also teaching our kids, okay, when life gets overwhelming, let's breathe, take that moment. Yeah, you have the right to take the pause. You have the right to take the pause. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, woohoo, I'm going to have that tattooed yes. now. <laughs> so I good. So. Just somebody giving you that permission. Because we feel like we lack so much of that in the motherhood game or the parenting game in general, you know, dads as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, having family around and everything can mirror more stuff. Or I would have my, um, when I was raising my guys, I was alone in Canada and I had my husband's family, but I didn't, I don't have anybody there. And, um, you know, I didn't necessarily agree with how they were parenting. So it was hard for me to hear any advice from them. And I then am a, I'm, could be very judgmental and probably still am in time to think. But I know where you're coming from and that's not aligned with how I want to come from. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so it's hard, you want to find people around you that you go, you know what, I like the relationship they have with their kids. Yes. Right? At, at, at a later date, like the goal is in the future still, yes. right? Like you're parenting little people for the future. And I thought, God, I would hate if my kids never wanted to spend time with excuse me never wanted to spend time with me or found me a burden or that I hadn't done any work and then I'm so needy and clinging on I mean teenage years were hard for me mostly with my daughter who was so easy when she was younger because it was a mirror and she really didn't need me and I was kind of like knocking on her door hello can I come in can mommy talk to you you know like it was a lot of I felt so I wanted to hold her ankle and say what 
hang on, I've got so much great advice to give you. Why aren't you asking me? Don't yeah. ask Daddy. He knows nothing. <laughs> and it's just a constant change. I mean, that's it, right? The fluxing of, of change and being able to sort of say, okay, whoa, you're a bit needy, lady. <laughs> what do you need? What are you missing? And to me, those, those patches of yoga, those inputs is, you know, and, and when and when they're questioning something that you're doing and you didn't realize you're messing up, can you, I don't know, come into warrior two, three pose or something, or warrior two pose or something where you're, it's a strong pose, and you just kind of melt into that and, and feel your inner power and your inner strength before a tough conversation, before you know, you know, how's this going to go? I should just mention actually, I just thought of it then when you were saying. So I taught kids with uh, yoga for many years, right? And I taught in a hospital in Canada um, as part of an anxiety program. And anxiety is obviously rampant in every a lot of people, but definitely our kids. You know, not maybe not so little, but as they get a bit bigger and out to the outside world. Anyway, um, the breath work was the key. Uh, everybody after the program would come away, these kids who had been diagnosed with anxiety, been diagnosed with depression. They, I think they were pre-teens, uh, 13, I think it was pre-teens, right? Um, anyway, I do have a YouTube channel, and on there, I think I have a booklet. I have to look if you anyone's interested. I can send you, and it's, it's a bunch of yoga breaths done in the kid version, right? Oh, and yes. What, yeah, and what we would do would be, you know, if someone's really angry, say, um, a kid, or a, they're really frustrated, they're, they're fed up or they're just having a shitty day. This is great. Can I, shall I demonstrate? Shall I talk you through one? So yeah. it's a bit hard on podcast because you're not seeing me. But there's one called volcano breath, right? Mm-hmm. And so the idea would be three sharp inhales and then the exhale, you're letting your arms fall to the side, right? Some, this is, these are simple techniques. And so you, so you place your hands at your heart and you're breathing in through your nose, which is a breath that we would do as adults, right? So you breathe in three times, bringing your arms up. And on the exhale, whatever it is you're pissed at, you're going to say out loud and let go. Okay? So, so you go like this. Oh, wow. wow. I, you, I still do that. I do that breath. I will take myself, you know, work into the washroom or if I'm overwhelmed or when I was working, um, when, you know, and it's so simple and it's ones that help our kids do a little change too without yes. us saying, got to breathe. I mean, my kids used to go, want to say, I need to F off because I'm like, okay, let's all breathe. And they're like, oh, God, what is wacky breathing lady, you know? And I, I would drop them to school and they go, can't you be like other mums? Because I would say, you know, stand in your glory, oh, Namah Shabaya, off you go. And they're like, oh, my God. Everyone just goes, bye, have a good day, slam. <laughs> Oh, so good. But I feel like you're planting little seeds. And, and again, it's that permission, isn't it, that you have a choice when you're in the midst of it. And when you're in the midst of it, it's hard to know those choices. So you practice them. You know, if they have trouble sleeping, you know, there's a, there's a breath there that you take help them with a little teddy on their belly. And let's feel the belly rise and fall and you can take them on a journey. I mean, there's loads of things, you know, that just wow. give it a little bit of kindness, a little bit of life is crazy. Yes. yes. I love I, that. Yeah. We're, we're going to look it up. We're going to put the link in the show yes. notes. Yes, we will definitely okay. have that link in the Send show notes you, yeah. because that sounds fantastic. Absolutely. No. And now also in that show notes, we'll pop a link to your parenting success success, success 
Like, why can I not do that now? <laughs> Coach, because you sent me the link for that as well because I'll pop that in there because I think that is going to help so many people. Yeah, and it's so important. I can't wait to see your book. I know. Cool. No, it's exciting. <laughs> let us know because, I mean, that sounds fun. That yes. sounds brilliant. Oh, so That's just good. before we depart, is there any little nuggets of information that you'd like to share I think the biggest one, if I don't know if you've got mums and dads listening, I guess most of my work has been with mums, it would be, you know, be kind to yourself. Be yeah. kind to yourself. Mm. You, you, you're doing the best you can. And can you, as much as possible, shed that mum guilt? Put it in the back seat. It's going to be there, but don't. it doesn't have to leave the show. You, you're doing a good job. Yeah, it does not need to be in the driver's seat, that's for sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is beautiful. Thank you so much. I have so We have so many this. notes. We yeah. have had the best time. Thank yeah. you so, so much. That has been an absolutely beautiful conversation. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you, ladies. That was so fun for me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of YDP. We hope you found comfort in listening to relatable stories from the heart. We drop a new episode every Tuesday and Friday. And if you want to keep up to date, make sure you check out our socials on Facebook and Insta.